April Fools. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special Pocket Pod edition of A Star's Born. April Fools. Happy April Fools. Happy April. Thanks for listening. <sighs> I like to call it, it's the Comedian's Christmas. So Merry Comedian Christmas. Let's just get right into it, because I got some fun stuff planned. So here we go. This is from first. I'm just hopping right into it. We're just going to get going. Uh, First, we got history.com. They said, let's see. I just got a little distracted because I'm right next to the bathroom. That's where my room is. And... The toilet keeps, like every like few minutes, it it just runs for for eight seconds. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Say any plumbers out there? All right. But my landlord was just here, just a couple weeks ago, to to fix it. So. Hopefully it just is one of those things that fixes itself, kind of just, the toilet just works on itself. It goes away with today. I'm just going to put it out there in the universe. I believe in that sort of thing. You just got, you got to put out that positivity and that toilet's going to be quiet this time tomorrow <laughs> or else I'm going to make it be quiet. Alright, this toilet ain't big enough for the two of us. (laughs) I don't know, I just thought it'd be funny to say that. This toilet ain't big enough for the two of us. Alrighty. History.com. They talked a little bit about the history, of course, of April Fool's. So here we go. This is some of the early April Fool's pranks. Included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as Poisson de Avril, April fish, said to symbolize a young, easily hooked fish and a gullible person. I remember when people always used to say, Hey, there's gullible is written on the ceiling. Look, look up. It says gullible up there. And then... Everybody laughs at you then. <laughs> uh, or the one where they say, if your hand fits over your face, then you have, like, face cancer or something. And then they push your hand in your face. Classic, of course. All right. These are just classic pranks. Um, here we go. Morehistory.com. April Fool's Day spread throughout Britain during the 18th century. In Scotland, the tradition became a two-day event starting with hunting the gowk, G-O-W-K, in which people were sent on phony errands. Gowk is a word for cuckoo bird, a symbol for fool, and followed by tally day, which involved pranks played on people's derrieres. Derriers? 
that's one of those words that I only ever see it written and nobody ever says I know it means your your buttocks is it dairy derrier or derrier hmm <laughs> hmm derrier 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 all right I'll think about it. such as pinning fake tails or kick me signs on them that's funny that's classic that's some some frat humor in the 1700s right there they're all wearing wigs all right here we go now we're going to go through the 25 best comedies of the 21st century ranked by indiewire.com Number 25, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Classic. We'll just run through these. We don't have to bear down. On... Did you guys hear that? My teeth just whistled. <laughs> My teeth just whistled. That happens to me. That's a very... I don't, is it redneck? That's like a redneck thing about me. Sometimes my teeth whistle by accident. <laughs> or I gleek. Remember gleeking? When it just... You have a little a little squirt out of the back of your throat. But it's always accidental, though. I'm all, I'd be very impressed. One sec. Just had a little sip of lemon. Of real lemonade. Because my landlord brought some uh, fresh lemons from his lemon tree. So... I think there's tons of lemons. I just walked by a lemon tree. There were there were about a hundred lemons on it. But gosh, if you have if you have fresh lemons, cut up a lemon and squirt it, put it in a big old glass of water, a water, <clears throat> put it in some water, and have you some real lemonade. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so great. It's great. <clears throat> I was talking about gleeking. And yeah, you can only do it by accident. I'm really impressed if anyone can gleek on purpose. And also, the funny thing about gleek is that's what you call fans of glee. And I, I've been watching Glee. I'm almost done with season one. Only one episode left. Regionals. Regionals. Alright, here we go. Let's just bang these movies out here. 2000. So, Harold and Kumar's 04. Juno, 07. Shaun of the Dead, 04. Old School. Oh three. Oh my god, old school is so underrated. It's actually one of that's f- hilarious early Will Ferrell. That's that's funny. He's so funny in old school. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Vince Vaughn and Luke Wilson too. The the less good Wilson brother. <laughs> Nobody likes, everybody loves Owen. 
Owen's much more likable for some reason. I think it's because America just likes a blonde. That's an example of America's hairism. Hairism. Oh, that's a fun term. That might I might have to write that down. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the That'll be the name of this whole episode. There we go. Hairism. <laughs> Alright. Or it could be Harism, like H E I R, like your your prejudiced against heirs, people who inherit stuff. That's funny how heir heir means to inherit, but how come inherit? It should be in. Inherit, spelled I-N-H-E-I-R-E-N-T. It should be spelled like inherent. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just to include include hair, air in the definition. The definition of the word. Alright. I think I got my point across there. Let's just... Keep going here. Trainwreck, 2015. Saw that one in theaters. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, 2000. My parents had that on DVD. That's a great movie. That's, oh, what, oh. We thought you was a toad. We thought you was a toad. That's a classic movie. George Clooney's it. George Clooney, oh, and uh, John, wait, what's his name? Yeah, John Turturro, and Tim Blake Nelson. Those are the, that's the main trio, the, the Three Musketeers. That's a different movie. All right, next one, Best in Show, from 2000. Another great movie. This is a good list. If this is only number 19... There's 18 movies better than this one. Funnier. Funnier than this. Oh. Best in show. Is great. It's kind of like. If the office. is It's like the office before the office. If it was a movie. Because it's interview style. It's mockumentary. And it's about a dog show. And. I'll leave it at that. It's really fun. Christopher Guest is the creator of it. All right. About a Boy from 2002. Hugh Grant movie. I think that's the first one I haven't seen. Wait, let me go through the... So I saw Harold and Kumar. I saw Juno. I saw Shaun of the Dead. I saw Old School. I saw Trainwreck. I saw a brother. And I saw Best in Show. Wow, that's crazy. I'm, I was six for six there. All right, about a boy. Borat. I don't think I've seen Borat. I I can't, maybe, I think I watched one of those. I watched either, I may have, <clears throat> excuse me. I may have watched Bruno. I don't think I watched Borat. But, or maybe I watched The Dictator, the third one. 
the one that was really not good. But that's not really my style of humor, though. It is a good... It's like a real-life prank... Like, a real-life prank movie, though. So... Because he is... He's fooling people. That Sasha Baron Cohen... That's... Yeah. He's... I just love him from... As the French guy, Jean, Jean Girard in Talladega Nights. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. You gotta shake it and bike it. Bike. Shake and bike. I love it. And I love it how he, he puts the tray in the oven. Like he pretends he's putting a tray in the oven. Oh man, John C. Riley is really funny in that movie too. Like he he just steps his game up. Like, I don't know if like, him and Will Ferrell just have hilarious. Well, I mean, in his Step Brothers, of course, in Step Brothers. I just made a hand motion. <laughs> like I get really excited. I was like, oh yeah, they were in Step Brothers. Oh, and they were in Holmes and Watson. Ugh, Holmes and Watson. I did not see that one. That one was, excuse me, did not do well. I got the the natural lemonade burps. <laughs> Whenever I do this podcast, I always talk a bunch. I think it makes me burp when I talk a bunch. Is that a thing that happens? All right. Oh, this is a good one. Number 16, The Heat, 20, from 2013. Oh, The Heat is a great movie. Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. This might be my favorite Paul Feig movie. Because he's got Bridesmaids, The Heat, Spy, and the new Ghostbusters. And he probably has done some other stuff. I think he, didn't he, I think he did Freaks and Geeks, maybe. No, well, that was Judd Apatow. But Paul Feig may have been in on that, too, I think. I think Freaks and Geeks is another great show. It's probably on Netflix. And that's, that's like the first big thing that Judd Apatow did. I thinks, I, me thinks. And it stars tons of your favorite actors before they were famous. Like, who's in Freaks and Geeks? Let me think about this. Uh, James Franco, Seth Rogen. This just off the top of my head. Oh, Sam, the Ma'am Levine, aka Lil Wolverine. From, he's always on uh, Douglas movies. Which is one of my fave... I say all my... I have way too many favorite podcasts. But I think that's a good thing about podcasts. Is you can do variety. It's a varietal. Like you could... I mean, especially nowadays. You have so much time to listen to podcasts. Especially if you're... If you're quarantined. If you're just staying at home... 
Other than going for a walk or going to the grocery store, that's all I've been doing for the past three weeks. All I've been doing is... <laughs> I mean, that's probably what everyone's doing, though. I'm just going for walks, going to the grocery store probably once a week, and then just chilling in my room, just hanging at home. Just hunk- hunkering down, as they say. That's what they say. Alrighty. Let's get back into this list here. Here we go. Obvious Child 2014. I have not seen that one. It stars Jenny Slate. She's really... Oh, I remember... She's really kooky and funny. But I remember her... I first was introduced to Jenny Slate in her famous YouTube videos, which I had a tweet today that I said, I said, I think YouTube is outdated. We should call it you flat screen. I thought that was funny. That was really dumb. (laughs) All my tweets are just dumb. If you just really break it down to the to the bare bones of it but that's my style of humor though I like just dumb stuff dumb dad jokes I'm a non-dad doing dad jokes over here man alright I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna say I wonder if I'm gonna be a f- I wonder if I'm a future dad <laughs> that's such a that's such a corny thing to to ponder on your podcast. The ponder cast. Ooh, I might have to write that down too. Man, I'm having all these write downable. What if those the ponder cast? The ponder cast. And it's just all about Christian Ponder, former Minnesota Viking quarterback. <laughs> this is very specific. Oh, and he married... Oh, I sound like I was just doing NFL gossip. Oh my gosh. That's a hilarious idea for us. Oh my God. I'm I'm just keep... This is my whole podcast. My whole podcast has turned into me just writing stuff down. That'd be fun. A funny thing, though. A funny idea for a podcast. Is you just... You're just writing the whole time. <laughs> what if you're just writing the whole time? And then and then at the end of each page, you can just hear the pen, the pencil just scribbling. Just scribbling on the paper. Because you can hear a pencil scribble. Because listen, listen to this. Yeah, you guys heard that. I'm sure you heard that, right? That sounded... Oh, was this AS, ASMR? Is that what that's called? Is that what those those weirdo podcasts are? Gosh, those people are so... Those people who listen to the... Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's me. I'm whispering right now. This is one of those podcasts. People who like that stuff. <laughs> it is... I have to admit, though. It is really fun to whisper into a microphone. It's just very, like... It's very enticing. There's something magical about it. Cause it it feels like you're telling a secret. Yeah, it feels like I'm telling a secret to 
to my phone. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm just whispering a little secret to it. Just a little, just don't tell, don't, don't tell anybody about this, guys. Don't tell anybody about that. Oh my gosh, I get so, oh. But another, it's kind of gross when people chew on podcasts. That's another thing that's gross. But I do listen to Dining with Doug and Karen, which is another Doug Benson podcast. The second Doug Benson shout out of the episode thus far. There might be another one. Don't count it out. <sighs> but yeah, there. So Dining with D and K is what it's called. It's Doug and Karen Anderson. And she's funny. She's a writer, comedian. Used to work for Ellen, I believe. Yeah, she did. She always talks about And now she works for Snoop Dogg. But she's always working with famous people. Because I think she works on that... Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg have a show together. Man, everybody's got a show together. All these famous people just pairing up for shows and podcasts and everyone's live streaming and Instagram living. I was just avoiding Instagram yesterday and it felt really good. It felt good. It felt freeing. Because going on Instagram is emotionally draining and psychologically tolling. <laughs> It's like you get PTSD, PTS, Instagram. All right. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to, I wrote down sports gossip. So that's an idea for a podcast. Sports gossip. I could, what What would I do? What would my sports gossip, sports, sports gossip. <laughs> the way I said that was ridiculous. Um... So sports gossip, because I'm coming up with all these little ideas for, because I just did the Podjama cast last night, which is going to be a nightly thing. It's just not going to be as long as it was. Like I was only planning on making it 10 minutes tops, but that's what always happens with me, is I plan on making stuff short, and then it just goes, I just keep talking. Even though it was 1 a.m. last night, I was I was just wired last night. I think it's because I was watching, because yesterday I didn't watch much TV. I was listening to podcasts and watching old sporting events, but listening to podcasts. So that's, for some reason... Just watching TV all day, it's just ridiculous. It just makes me tired. But it's because you're not supposed to do it. You're just not supposed to watch TV for 10 hours. It's a ridiculous, that's, that's a, I keep saying ridiculous. That's a crazy thing. And listening to podcasts keeps your mind more active than versus watching TV. Which for some reason, for for some reason, the combination of sound and video is 
is just draining. It just makes you tired. Or at least that has that effect on me. But I like listening to podcasts and watching old Super Bowls, which is what I was doing yesterday, which is what I'll do today, too. <laughs> I like how I'm just I'm just very matter of fact about it, which is what I'm going to do today, too, you know, because that's what we do. That's what we do in this quarantine as as Americans or whatever country you're in. Whatever country, because everybody's doing the quarantine all around the globe. So, yeah, we pretty much just do the same thing every day. (laughs) I mean, that's what I've been doing. But it can be some positive things. Like, as you know, I've been doing podcasts every day, which is positive. And I've been... Working, exercising, working out every day, positive. Going for walks, positive. And watching TVs, negative. <laughs> Definitely not. I, yeah, it just feels much more peaceful when I have the TV off. Or at least on mute. And, yeah, so that's that. And... Off to think, what's my sports gossip show going to be? Is it going to be real sports gossip? Because it could just be kind of similar to, like, I don't want to say TMZ. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be breaking any news. But I could just, yeah, that would be kind of fun. Because I saw this YouTube video showed up on my main screen on my YouTube recommendations and it said it was NBA what NBA players have been doing in their off time during the quarantine so that that kind of gives me an idea that that sparks an idea because that's what happens with me is wait let me get some of this natural lemonade some of this natty lemonade god if you're if you're in southern california or where else do they have lemons where else do they grow lemons definitely not where i'm from they do not grow lemons where i'm from up there in Washington State. Gosh, what was I just... <laughs> See, that lemonade is so amazing. It's so good that it just brainwashed me. It just washed my mind free. And completely made me forget. What the heck? <laughs> this happens like every episode though. So don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. We can just... Push, oh, yes, that's what I was saying. I was saying every single... See, but I usually find it. I usually remember eight out of ten times. Maybe even nine out of ten times. I remember. I have solid recall. And I have pretty... I have very good long-term memory. But sometimes 
sometimes I'm thinking I have so many different, especially when I'm doing the podcast, I have so many things lined up to say. It's almost like a, see, now I'm going to forget it again. <laughs> Let me just say what I'm going to say. All right. See, now I have two things lined up. So it's it's almost like a, a baseball, picture a baseball lineup and you have things on, you have your idea on deck and then I got an idea in the hole and then I got an idea hitting cleanup and then up through, through nine. I can only handle nine ideas at once. I'm the, I'm like a cat. Nine lives, but it's nine ideas instead of nine lives. All right, so that's what I wanted to say about that. And then I was going to say, let's circle back and say, I always have a a spark of inspiration. There's something, something that gives me some sort of an idea. I think everyone, I'm sure everyone who likes to do creative stuff experiences this. Because everyone who likes to do creative stuff, I'm, I think most people who do creative stuff love consuming creative content, just like me, as you all know, as y'all know, I love listening to podcasts and watching podcasts and yeah, movies. I'm not, I'm, I'm bigger on movies than TV shows. I'm just not as big on TV shows as everyone. Because I'm trying to think. I used to love TV shows. I used to love The Office. It's Always Sunny. How I Met Your Mother. Modern Family. The Simpsons. Parks and Rec. Alright, those are all the good ones. I even used to watch... I even watched Two and a Half Men, believe it or not. <laughs> that was a great show. And uh, That 70s Show, another great one. Wilfred. Remember Wilfred? The one with Elijah Wood and the dog? There was the, it was an, based on an Australian show. And the guy who plays the dog was an Aussie. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. What if you're... Why don't we have a... <laughs> we just can't. USA. USA. <laughs> That's our thing. But then they get the... Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. That's really fun to do. That's real, That's real cool. But yeah, Wilfred's a good one. Now I'm just brainstorming TV shows I like. Workaholics. Classic. Let's see. Those are all the... Oh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince is great. Friends. And Seinfeld, of course. See, I like a lot of old... And reality TV. You cannot forget how important reality TV is. Especially since I've been watching it since season one of Survivor. And we just looked this up. Actually, I don't think I watched... I remember being too scared to watch season one. Because I think I was scared of... 
of Richard. Remember, he was the winner, Richard Hatch. Because he would always walk around naked. And and I was I was six years old. And the they probably didn't they blurred it for sure. They had the blurkle, but it was probably pretty scary, even with the blurkle. Even with the the cops the classic cops blurkle. You know how they always have the that the blurkle is that what other people call it? You know the the blur bubble, blur bubble. All right, very fun. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching reality TV since I was six years old, or seven, seven maybe, because I definitely watched season two of Survivor, which I believe was fall of 2000. So there we go. I, I love Survivor. Back in the day, Survivor was my favorite. It was all about Survivor and the Simpsons. The Killer S's. Those were my favorite shows in the early 2000s. The early aughts. The aughts. All right, this episode's definitely going to go longer than I thought. So, oh wait, so that's what I was saying though. No problem with that. I'm not doing it. Like I was saying, I'm just going to listen to podcasts and watch old Super Bowls <laughs> in quarantine. But I'm going to go for another walk. That's the plan. I'm planning on going for a second walk today. But I'm going to make it an evening walk. Maybe when it cools down a little bit, because it's warm today. It's nice today. It's a beautiful day. High 70s, probably pushing 80 degrees outside on April 1st. Gorgeous. It's, it's just gorgeous out there. But yeah, let me wrap up this discussion and then we'll hop back into the list and bang this thing out let's bang this podcast out alright so yeah I was just gonna say every idea I have all this creative stuff always comes from some sort of spark of imagination or not not my spark of imagination spark of someone like I see what I'm a fan of what someone else does and then I I'll take it and I kind of I think this podcast and now it just sounds like I'm stealing people's ideas now <laughs> totally made myself sound like an idea thief there that's not what I meant I meant so this podcast is just an amalgamation of all the things I'm a fan of. Because I'm a fan of so many different creative people. So many different podcasts and comedians and all that stuff. So I think it's just all blended together. But then 
So that's how I got inspired to do the podcast. But then if we're going to be more specific, I guess I did have, sometimes it is more specific. Because for the Podjama cast that just started last night, it's debut. I like just doing all these new shows. It's fun. I got another one coming later today. Another new show on the feed. Even though I'm saying it's a new show, it's still on the, you know, it's on the A Stars Born podcast feed. But what was I? What was I saying? I keep losing it. I keep losing my train. <laughs> no, sometimes it is more specific. Like, for example, the Podjama cast. I can directly link that to Daniel Van Kirk. Because he just started a podcast called The Good Night Show. Which he's going to do on a daily basis. Or a nightly basis, I suppose. And, yeah, it's kind of just a 20-minute or 30-minute... I don't know what he's... I haven't even listened to the first episode yet. So I'll have to check it out. But I wanted to do my show... I wanted to do the first episode of the Podjama cast before I listen to his thing. Because I don't want to... I don't want to get too influenced by his idea. But I'm not doing a whole... I'm not like... <laughs> now I just sound like I'm defending myself. I'm not... I'm not stealing his idea. Because I, I think... Because you can be inspired by someone and then take it and put your own spin on it and do your own thing. And it's not like I'm... Oh, I have the lemonade burps. They're tasty. Um, It's not like I'm creating a whole new podcast. It's just a fun little show. It's a show within a show. It's a show within a podcast. But, yeah, I'll have to check out his. Because I love Daniel Van... I'm a huge fan of Daniel Van Kirk. Daniel Van Kirk. I went to him live with my dad. Back in the fall of 2018. So, a year and a half ago. But it seems very recent seems recent and that was in Seattle that was in the cool part of Seattle at a place called Central Cinema so I'm trying to think of where it was in Seattle for all you western Washingtoners out there Washingtoner <laughs> Is I like I'm gonna start calling people Washingtoners instead of I like that better than Washingtonian, Washingtonian, come on, that makes you, that makes it sound like you're a, a museum, like a Smithsonian person, like a walking museum, come on, right, a Washingtonian, I don't like that at all, that's such a mouthful, try saying that, that's, that's hard to say, but Washingtoner, 
I'm a Washingtoner. That's what I. I'm gonna start identifying as that. All right. <laughs> so what else was I? What else was I just thinking? I don't know what the inspiration for this podcast in particular. Oh, I guess another example was the minutes, the mini minutes, which I was just doing. Well, that was either last week or the week before, but I was doing those one minute episodes for a second there for a hot minute. And that was inspired by the 10-minute podcast, Brian Callen, Will Sasso, and Chris D'Elia, which I've never listened to, but I've always heard them talk about it. It's one of those things that you never check out, but you always just hear people talk about it. So, yeah, the idea of a time-limited, time-based show but now I don't like it I don't like it as much so I'm not going to do I don't think I'll ever do the mini minutes again just because I mean you guys can check them out they're just very rushed it feels like um oh if, you know what it feels like it feels like I'm a person on around the horn Remember Around the Horn? It's still on ESPN. That show's been on ESPN every day for 18 years. Since 2002. And I was a huge fan of that show. When I was in, like, probably junior high, starting starting in 7th grade or something. I don't know. But I, I do remember... Walking home from junior high, and then because around the horn would have been on. Oh, yeah, and we didn't get cable, we didn't have cable till I was. How old was I when we got cable? Definitely maybe sixth grade, like I was real old, and my brother was even older. My older brother was even older because <laughs> he's three year old three years older than me, so yeah, I was probably sixth grade when we got cable, maybe perhaps fifth grade, but yeah, that's why I was such a big fan of the Simpsons cause and Survivor because they were both on network t v Survivors on CBS and The Simpsons was on Fox. And there was always reruns of The Simpsons at what time were they? Like five o'clock, five thirty? Man, that was back in the day before cable. Before cable? Let alone before TiVo. But before cable for me. Oh, and we used to love the one show that we did love that was on cable, but it's probably just because we used to always watch it at friends' houses, was, I bet you know what I'm about to say, it's 
SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. All everyone loved that show. From my generation. That's a. When did SpongeBob's been on TV for a long time? I I don't even believe. It's been on since the late 90s. But then again, The Simpsons has been on since probably 89 was the first Simpsons. Or maybe 1990. But that's 30 years. It's still on TV. Can't believe it. Gosh. Stretch. Take a breath. I gotta go to the bathroom. I've been drinking so much coffee and lemonade so yeah I'm gonna do go do that right now take a little pause and then we'll just come right back and then we'll do this list and um, bang this thing out baby alright be right back BRB but when I'm surrounded I just can't stop alrighty alrighty I'm back let's just Let's just get right back to it. Back to business. Back back to business. Alright. Here we go. Scroll down. Down, down, down. Indie Wire. Obvious Child. Here we go. Number 14. From 2014. It's called Neighbors. This is a great movie. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through them. Everyone knows Neighbors is great. Seth Rogen. Rose Byrne. And Zac Efron. Alright, number 13. In Bruges. From 08. I have not seen that one. Colin Farrell. And, uh... He's pretty solid, though. Alright, Silver Linings Playbook. From 2012 is number 12. I have not seen this one either. I think it's a bit of a rom-com. I don't know how much calm is in it though. How much comedy. Mostly romantic probably. With the old uh, Bradley Cooper and J-Law. Alright. Number 11. Mistress America 2015. I have not seen this one either. Oh, it's Noah Baumbach. I don't think I've ever watched a Noah Baumbach movie. But that's what all the... That's what a film snob would... He'd be their favorite director, probably. He's very... Revered in those circles. Those film festival... All those... I don't know. I would enjoy... I would like to go to a film festival. That'd be fun. You could go to... Sundance. That's the one I would go to. That's probably the closest big one. Sun in Utah. Isn't it in January, though? It's in the dead of winter. What's that one song? I, that just has stuck in my head for some reason. But it goes... 
dun dun singing in the dead of night. I can't remember the first words. Some some singing in the dead of night. <laughs> All right. So let's let's go to number ten. Midnight in Paris from twenty eleven. I saw this movie in theaters. I was very, I was probably I was in high school, or I either just I may have just graduated high school. Because I think Midnight in Paris came out in the summer. And I was wearing, oh yes. That's when I was wearing a bright green headband. <laughs> I was wearing a headband. Like at, just at the movie theater. That's kind of, that's ahead of his time though. People would be doing that nowadays. People would think that's cool and stylish. Just wear a a basketball headband at the AMC. That's not not bad. Put your ticket inside of it. Would that be funny? <laughs> you could tuck your ticket inside your headband and just be like, check the ticket. Just scan it. They just tear the ticket just while it's in your headband. That'd be fun. Now we're having fun. All right. Burn After Reading from is... Number nine from 2008. Have not seen it. It's got a lot of famous people in it though. 2013 is Enough Said. That's number eight. Julia Louis Dreyfus and James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Gandolfini. Alright. Yep. I have not even heard of that one. Number seven, The 40-Year-Old Virgin is from 2005. This is a great movie. I I probably watched this one when I was 13. I don't know. I definitely saw it for the first time when I was young. 13 or 14 or something. But I don't know. I just remember speaking of Survivor, though. Because I remember he's the old man who lives in the condo next to him. He says to Steve Carell, are you going to come over and watch Survivor tonight? And then Steve Carell's like, nah, because he's, he's getting laid. He's, he's, he's finally had sex and he doesn't want to go watch Survivor with the nice old man. But I thought I always thought that was funny. You know how those those lines in movies stick out. But speaking of movies with funny lines, two thousand seven, super bad, a great, a great romp. Gosh, super bad's funny. It's such a. Is that Netflix? If it's on Netflix, oh man. I might have to give that a watch. We might have to do a... What do we call them? The movie companions? Maybe we'll do a movie companion for Superbad. Which ones did we do in the... Back in October? I did three movie companions in one day. What was it? I can't... It was Rocky... Wait, no! I what am I talking about? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so I'm so silly. Super bad. Yeah, because I'm just doing this from memory right now. Wait. We I did watch we did watch Super Bad. That was one of them. And what was the other one? It was Rocky. Super bad. And another one. Another one. You guys can just check right now. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> what? That's funny though. The, it was super bad. That was one of them that I watched. That's so hilarious. But that's how you know that. That's that's how I know that nothing is. My thought process hasn't changed that much in the past six months. Because I'm just thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking. Oh, Superbad would be a fun movie to do a movie companion for. But I already did that. We we already did that. I'm just trying to remember the third one. Oh, Scream. Scream. That's right. Yes. But Superbad was the second one. That's right. That's so hilarious. Out of all the movies, think of there's thousands of movies on Netflix. And that's the one that I already did. <laughs> it must have just been... It's one of those things that's just burrowed away in your subconscious. You don't even realize that... I must not even realize that I had already done it. Alright, that's hilarious. 2005, 2004, number 5. Team America, World Police. I may have seen this movie once. I do, but I don't even remember. Maybe just bits and pieces. But isn't it the... Yep, it's the South Park guys. So, you know, it's good. Wait, what? Number four is such a, so out of left field. Number, number four is so random. I'm going to let you let you guys guess what number 4 might be. From 2014. It is The Grand Budapest Hotel. A hilarious movie. <laughs> right? They have they have The Grand Budapest Hotel ranked as funnier than all those other movies that we just said. That's that's crazy. Because I saw that one in theaters. i trying to think if I went to it. I may have gone to it with my mother. With my with mother. What if I just called her mother? I may have seen it with mother. I love it when people do that. That's such a British thing. That's very British. I may have gone to the movie with mother. Or perhaps not. The Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> uh, mother, mother, mother. Oh, that was a good wolf. Wait, wolf mother. Remember wolf mother? Wasn't that a, a solid rock band? Remember those guys? But then, were they the ones that? Who has this song? You guys know the song, mother. That's the chorus. It just goes... <clears throat> it goes... Mother! 
<laughs> I don't remember any of the rest of the song. That's all I remember about it. But, yeah. All right. <laughs> number three. Wow, we're already to number three. We did roll through those. From 2003, Lost in Translation. Another movie. These are supposed to be funny. I don't remember Lost in Translation being particularly hilarious. Was it? Wasn't it just an artsy film that was just beautifully filmed, just beautifully shot and colorful? And yeah, I, I remember Lost in Translation being lots of very vibrant, very just, it's a beautiful film to watch. I like how I call it a film, but it's. It's good. To, it's nice to watch, but there's not much substance. I don't remember really loving Lost in Translation. All right, that's my that's my non recommendation for Lost in Translation. Even though I usually enjoy Bill Murray and ScarJo, they're both good, but can't win them all. Can't win them all. Alrighty, number two. I love number two. Number two is a classic. It's funny. It is a comedy. It's not hilarious, but it's just a great movie from 2003. Man, this was one of my favorite movies. I keep talking about movies. I keep talking about stuff from growing up. But that's because that's cause the first time I watched School of Rock. That's the movie, School of Rock. Back in 03, I was just a just a young chap. A young guitar admiring but non-musical. I did take some piano lessons and trombone. I played trombone in fifth grade. And maybe sixth grade too. Can't remember if I did in sixth grade. Definitely fifth grade. Yeah, so I played the trombone. I remember doing concerts. I was the real deal. The real deal. The real deal. Alright. School of Rock is a hilarious... It's just a great movie. More than being hilarious. It's a fun... It's a family... Family friendly flick. So there you go. Number one, I have not seen this movie from 2004, Sideways. It's the, all right, there we go. Let's exit out of this baby. It's the, the wine movie. That's Sideways. Oh no, here we go. Let's get into, what? Get me back, get me back into... We're having, man, we're having a tech, a technical, alright, I was going to say we're having a technical snafu over here, but I figured it out, so, technical difficulties, here we go, now we're going to do, to round out the April Fool's episode, remember, it's the April Fool's episode, here we go, round this baby out, let's bring this thing home, 
we're in the home stretch. And this is InStyle.com ranking the most savage celebrity pranks on Punked, which was a great show. Ashton Kutcher back in the day. Great show. Hilarious. And it folds into the whole reality TV discussion we were having earlier. So here we go. Let's get through this. Let's let's just get through this list. <laughs> no, let's just do this thing. Here we go. Beyonce is the first one. And I'll just read it. Remember when Beyonce ruined Christmas? Okay, well, not exactly. But remember when she thought she did? In 2003, Bay unknowingly starred in Punk's Christmas ed- edition. While visiting with a group of children, she attempts to crown a several-story-high Christmas tree with a star. The tree, of course, immediately crashes to the ground, smashing all the children's presents below. The diva, dressed to the nines in a sultry Santa costume, looks on horrified, genuinely convinced she's destroyed everything. Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> Why is it so funny? All right, one sec here. Why is it so funny? Why do we love it as people? When celebrities get fooled and tricked, I think it's because I think the reason why this show is so popular back in the day, and it should still be on TV, or it might be, didn't they bring it back with someone else? Was it like Justin Timberlake or something? But I think the reason why we love Punked is because we like watching of rich famous person sweat bullets we like seeing them horrified and scared and a real raw reaction that you wouldn't normally see from a celebrity as famous as Beyonce just cause we we as a an American let me just speak for all of America <laughs> we 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 like seeing celebrities knock down a peg. You know, like you think you think you're better than us? Well, we're going to we're going to trick you on the Christmas trick. I think that's the reason why I think that's why punk is so popular in those types of shows. Just cuz we like seeing them sweat bullets. And you know, just because they're not normal, they're always so cool, so calm and collected and relaxed. Because you got your rich, you got all your money and your fame, you're untouchable. But then just for a second, it makes you human. That's that's what it really does. Is it makes them human and relatable in a way. Like when else are you gonna be more relatable to Beyonce? Versus when she messes up a, a bunch of, when she's a Grinch, she ruins Christmas. So, not that I've ever ruined, I don't know, maybe I did ruin Christmas before. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever ruined Christmas for anyone. Don't think I've ever slithered into anyone's house and under their tree. Just 
slither down their chimney like a snake. All right, here we go. Let's move it on to Drake. Next one's Drake. We all know Drake is a sensitive soul and would be mean to mess with his emotions, but also really hilarious. In season nine, an excited and generally grateful Drizzy was led to believe he was being driven to meet the vice president, Joe Biden. When the car arrives at its location, a faux earthquake rocks a parking garage and the pretend secret service agents make a break for it. The rapper is left to deal with a group of strangers asking him for help, including a pregnant woman and her erratic husband who may or may not end up fake tasing her. Well, I feel like he probably did it. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't have mentioned it. That'd be funny if he just if there's no there's no taser in the episode. And this article is just messing with people. <laughs> They're like, maybe he fake tasered her. Did he? Did he taser? But no, he, no, he didn't taser. He probably did. All right, here we go. Tyler the Creator. No doubt, Tyler the Creator is a fan of well-executed prank. So when Bam Margera punked him in season nine, that's who started hosting it. Viva la Bam. I used to watch that show at Mitchell Vitos because that was probably before I had cable and Viva La Bam was on MTV. So yeah, I used to watch MTV and HBO and Comedy Central. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, this is so uncomfortable to think of now. This would be, I would never do this now. But I'm pretty sure we definitely watched some sort of softcore porn. <laughs> Just in in his living room of at my my buddy Mitch's. That's <laughs> so funny. And like his mom, Joanne, such a great woman. Joanne's so so nice. Very nice. And yeah, I just love the whole Vito family. But that's just such a funny memory. Like his mom would be like, she'd like poke her head in the room and ask us if we wanted any food. Gosh, we were so spoiled. And we were just, wa we were just watching like softcore porn. Gosh, that's so ridiculous. Probably Skinamax. That's probably what it was. But there we go. It's, it's just so fun. It's just hilarious to think of. Because, yeah, you would never do that. I would never, if I was hanging out with my friends, just throw on some porn on the TV. <laughs> just, we're just hanging out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Some people are into that, though. Some people, whatever floats your boat. All right, here we go. So... Tyler was tricked into thinking he blew up an entire taco truck while shooting professional promotional materials and doing press for a charity event. A stuntman who acted as though he was lit on fire was a gentle t added touch. Perhaps the most insane thing about Tyler's episode was that he's caught smiling, probably nervously, a few times directly after the explosion while he grapples with disbelief.
Like we said, Tyler loves a good prank. That's pretty funny. God, that's so crazy that they would just blow up a taco truck for a prank TV show. Sounds like someone could get seriously injured. Like a chalupa, just <laughs> some old man gets a chalupa just to the dome. Concussion. Mexican concussion. <laughs> just straight to the dome. Passes out. All right. Someone gets a churro stuck in their... Just a churro just goes through their ear and then goes out of their other ear. So that... Oh my gosh. That would be... I think I just thought of... I think I just thought of the most racist Halloween costume. (laughs) Would be... It'd be a churro stuck... That'd be hilarious though. It's like, because you know how people have the knife, the fake knife stuck in their head? But what if you had a, just a churro in your head and then it comes out on the other side? It comes out. It might just look like antlers though. But I don't, I don't that's not really racist. Is, is it racist? <laughs> I think you would just confuse people. People would be confused. They'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Alright, here we go. My, It would be a fun... It would be a very creative Halloween costume. That's for sure. I don't think anybody's ever done that one. Here we go. Miley Cyrus. What's better than a celebrity punking another celebrity? That's funny, because... They only have celebrities punking other celebrities on this show. They don't have celebrities punking random citizens. That's not That's not how punked works. You have to be a famous person to be punked. But that's hilarious. Alright, here we go. A celebrity believing Oh, oh, it's because I didn't read the rest of this sentence. A celebrity believing they're doing they are doing the punking when they are in fact being punked ah very in, very interesting so they think they think they're the punker when they are in fact the punky case in point prankster bieber is back at it again but this time his target is set on miley cyrus Cyrus hatched a scheme to have Bieber get haggled by a bunch of skater dudes, but he flips a prank back on her when he pretends to go insane and start attacking the group, kicking one guy in the stomach and running off. Cyrus freaks out at the unexpected outburst right as he reveals himself by repeatedly yelling, You can't punk me! He calls it the switcheroo. Which, that sounds like a Seinfeld episode. So here we go. Taylor Swift. There's something about young Taylor Swift that strikes us as excessively prankable. And Justin Bieber took full advantage in season nine of Punked. Oh. So maybe season nine sounds like it was just a bunch of celebrity guest hosts. So setting up, setting Swift up for a stunt that ended in tears. Bieber talked Swift into launching a firework 
It launched further than expected, setting a boat on fire, a boat with the entire wedding party aboard, leaving the singer to believe she had ruined someone's wedding. See, that's another, like, that's the sort of thing that I don't get how they fake that. <laughs> it sounds like some people were just murdered or something for for an MTV show. Did they, like, was that wedding party? It must have been all actors. I wonder if they were just diving into the bay, just diving into the water and tuxedos, just ruining their rentals from men's warehouse. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. What's better? Men's warehouse? Who's Who's more... Regal, the men's warehouse guy, or the most interesting man in the world, or is it the same person? All right, Liam Hemsworth back to redeem herself. Wait, back to redeem herself from Bieber's pink, excuse me, from Bieber's punk swap. Miley Cyrus set up a perfect punk for Liam Hemsworth whom she describes as a prankster himself. I just got distracted because my roommate just walked. I can, I can hear everything in my room. That's the thing about this house, is you can, you can just hear stuff. So I just heard someone walk in the front door. All right. Oh, and now someone's going in the garage. That means they're doing laundry. That means it's laundry day for someone. Laundry day. It's a good corn. <clears throat> excuse me. It's a good quarantine activity, especially while you're listening to podcasts. That's a perfect thing to do while listening to a podcast. Is fold laundry and put laundry away. Do that Marie Kondo thing. All right, here we go. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. The couple stops to grab cash at an ATM, and when Hemsworth hops out of the car, a naked couple jumps in. Cyrus feigns outrage, and Hemsworth switches into full Aussie mode, Aussie, 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 screaming at the couple and banging on the car windows. Ah, young love. That is so funny. It's so so he so he had the opposite reaction, where he didn't get scared. That's what seems to happen, is they either get super rattled and freaked out, or angry. It just flips a switch inside of them. I mean, that's so funny. <clears throat> that's probably terrifying for those, for those naked, the naked couple who jumps in. That's funny. All right, Kim Kardashian, Ashton. Hey, Ashton returned to host an episode of Punk during season 9 and tried his hardest to punk Kim Kardashian. Enlisting the help of Scott Disick, the prank was set up so Kim would believe someone had stolen Scott's wallet while he was pumping gas, causing him to drive off with the nozzle still in the car, which results in an explosion. The police arrive and put Scott in, in handcuffs, Scott in handcuffs, Despite the extremely dramatic scene, 
Kim remains her trademark level of calm even when a fake fan renounces her love for the Kardashians. She basically shrugs the entire thing off. Iconic. Wait, so that's insane. They're obsessed with explosions on Punked. They love explosions. That's and that's dangerous. But how do you how did they anticipate that he would drive off with a nozzle and still in his car? I don't understand that. Which results in the explosion. It sounds like it may have been a real explosion, maybe? <laughs> Cause other people might have just taken the nozzle out. Or I don't know, maybe you'd panic. That's crazy. This is a crazy show. <laughs> this show is bonkers. Alright, last one. And then we're we're done. We made it, folks. Folks. Is it a silent L in folks? I think it's a silent L. Folks. Alright, here we go. Justin Timberlake is the last one. In arguably the most memorable episode of Punked ever. Everyone's boyfriend. Everyone's boyfriend. Is <laughs> that so funny? Like, like, all, like, everyone. Everyone in society is like, I love Justin Timberlake. JT for life. In sync. Man, that's a debate I'll have to have. In sync versus Backstreet Boys. That's, I'll write it down. I'll write it down. In sync versus BB. You don't even have to write Backstreet Boys. All right. We'll have that debate in the future sometime. But here we go. Um, everyone's boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, threw an absolute fit when he was led to believe 900000 of his personal belongings. Excuse me, $900,000 of his personal belongings, including his home and dog, would be repossessed because he owed that amount in back taxes. The prank went down in infamy when Time listed it as number three on their list of 32 epic moments in reality TV history. But to be honest, we would have sobbed too if someone told us they were taking our dogs away. We're with you, JT. See, it sounds like they love JT. Everyone loves JT. He is a super talented dude he's a great actor great performer great musician basically a real life version of professor will schuster from glee we bring it all back to glee bring it full circle but the one thing i thought was funny is why couldn't they have just rounded up to a million instead of $900,000? Just just round that baby up to a million. It's practically a mill. Practically a mill. All right, I'm standing up. This thing's over. Thank you so much for listening. That was fun. We went a lot longer. Much longer than expected. April Fools. This is a joke. The whole podcast is a joke. <laughs> what if it's just like, I was playing a prank on you guys. No, there's no prank. There's no prank. There's got, there's no prank. It's real, man. 
It's not your fault. <laughs> it's, it's not your fault. It's not. But, yeah, that was fun. So, man, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff on tap in the future for Stars Born. So many good ideas brewing. I mean, I think they're good ideas. So, we'll let everybody be the judge of that. I, I think I'm my own Simon Cow though. That's my motto. Be your own Simon Cow. Don't let anybody else be a Simon Cow. Be your own Simon Cow. Because, I don't know. You should be tough on yourself. Don't be too tough on yourself. But don't be too easy on yourself now. <laughs> There's a balance. Just like everything in life. You gotta strike a balance. Can you guys hear the laundry? Wait, listen. Wait, I'm gonna put the phone... Did you hear that? That's the washing. I think that's the washing machine. It is a washing machine. Because you can hear the... You can hear that water. It's that water. Alright, it's over. I keep talking, but it's over. What if the podcast was already over, but I didn't realize it, and I just kept talking? No. it's a, <laughs> I'm the one who's controlling when it's over. Alright. This just feels like the post-podcast. I feel like the... I feel like I'm giving the interview after the game. Like I just hit the walk-off home run. And I just rounded the bases and my teammates tore off my jersey. Poured a bucket of water on me. And now Aaron Andrews is interviewing me. That's what it feels like. So <laughs> I don't know why because it's all the same podcast. But I actually you know why. It's because I'm standing up now. It's because I started standing up. It's because you change your, I don't know, change your state of body, change your state of mind. That's probably a thing that people preach. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show and sharing it, telling a friend, spreading the word. I love you. I love you. And I hope you're doing well out there. And have a great day. And bye-bye. Bye.